Good evening, folks. Wow, much larger crowd tonight. Glad you decided to join us. Can you hear me in the back? Aye, we're only ten feet away. Get on with it. Uh, okay, all right. Um, next person who decides to get uppity with me is going to have to do so to my face. So quiet down. I do not know if you've ever fought an old man before, but that's a real lose-lose. Either you beat me up, or you were beat by an old man. I do know much like your chances for the former. Hey, wait, what happened? I went here. Ah, loads happened. The ratty boys found themselves in quite the cucumber. It's pickle now. Aye, Steve, I know they've invented pickles now, but I'm old and I can say cucumber if I damn well please. Fair enough. Anyhow, we, the Rowdy Boys, had faced quite the assortment of foes. Ice Ickles, eh? Ice Wolves, Ice Giants, Frost Ogres, Tinnies, uh, you know, a, a lot of cold things you can. All of them in Verheem. But we were on our way home to join Lady Brit's resistors when an entire fleet of Trelander and Cassanian ships appeared over the horizon with us only having one measly pirate vessel to compete with. Not even I thought we were going to make it out of that one. But what happens next will put hairs on end and chills down your spine. A regal man with sandy brown hair, trimmed beard, and light eyes looks over his shoulder at the gray waters of the chasm sea looking back toward home, back where thousands of miles away Trayland remains in turmoil at the Resister's awakening. The sound of his dark cape whipping in the stormy winter air is muffled by the shouts and cannon fire around him. He turns forward again to face the new lands, his newest assignment, Estonia as his father calls it. He walks to the railing, watching the black enemy ship named Sea dogs turn south, his own black breastplate shifting with every step. A man in naval uniform approaches from behind. Prince Ethan, they're attempting to escape. Shall we redirect the fleet? The prince, now Lord Protector, thinks for a moment. The pirate ship filled with ingrates has begun to return fire, most cannonballs falling short of the fleet line. Send Marcus and Rutherford from the Southern Fleet. We've already landed a few blows, and it won't take much more to sink them. Ethan then turns back to the cacophony of ship fire. His own ship, Endeavor, is at the head of a fleet of over 100 ships traveling in V formation. The fleet is made up of both Trelander and Cassanian ships, and even a dozen unmarked ships. On second thought, tell the soldiers to board the ship and take prisoners, Perhaps they have information. We cannot waste any more ammunition. Yes, sir. Right away, sir. The Navy captain then waves a blue cloth in the air, yelling to his crew. Cease fire! All ships are to cease fire! He then runs down the steps, dodging crewmen, and into his quarters as the cannon fire slowly comes to a halt. The captain scribbles a message on a small scroll. He opens a cage and ties the message to a falcon's leg, and releases it out an open window. As the bird soars over the open waters, the captain's door flies open behind him. A young crewman with blondish hair and green eyes says, Captain, 
I'm sorry, I, I, I saw something. He then stares at the captain, gasping for breath. Well, go on then, Roland, spit it out. We're at war here. The crewman looks down. Uh, it's just that I don't think you'll believe me. The captain squints. I'll be the judge of that. Now, out with it, boy. What do you see? Eyes up in the crow's nest, keeping an eye on the northern fleet. When I see a rock or an island in the distance, didn't think much of it till it moved, see? And? Well, when I took a closer look with my spyglass, it... It weren't no rock nor island. It was a face, big as a rock, and it just sank. Or rather, just slid under the water. The crewman finishes and starts wringing his hands, staring wide-eyed at the captain. Hmm. I guess you were right. I don't believe you. Thanks for wasting my time. Now get back to your post. Roland goes to speak, but thinks better of it. He nervously runs away. The captain shakes his head, then goes to leave through the door, but is knocked off balance. Whoa! As a large wave hits the ship, tilting it about 15 degrees... He has to steady himself and quickly rushes to the main deck. Roland is shouting among the rest of the crew, who has either fallen over or caught themselves. Look! It's moving! Under the ships! I told you, Captain! Look! I told you! About 20 ships north in the fleet line, a soldier in the crow's nest leans over the railing as he watches a shadow swim under his ship, heading south. The ship bobs over the creature. He yells out, Whale! On the harpoons! Before he can shout again, he watches as the ship next to him folds in on itself, crushed in the middle, sending the bow and the stern straight into the air. A massive gray hand is gripping the hull and pulling it underwater. Screams are cut short as the ship fully submerges, and in its place, water is rushing off the body of a colossal giant. The gargantuan creature screams out, and leans forward, coming face to face with the man in the crow's nest. The monster's pale skin is ancient and scarred. His white hair and beard are slick with seawater. Great horns like a bull's protrude from the sides of his head. Trespassers, turn back now from this place. The soldier fumbles for his rifle. His shaking hands get around the trigger, and he takes aim. Through the crosshairs, the soldier looks into the empty electric blue eyes. Lightning energy vibrates from its being. Its breath smells of salt and ice. Before he can shoot, the giant grabs the base of the mast and breaks it off like a twig. The soldier yells as he falls from the crow's nest and hurtles into the waters. The giant then slams the mast against the main deck. Shots ring out from the ship. A few cannonballs penetrate its thick hide. Prince Ethan watches this from afar, breathless, his eyes moving frantically from his fleet to the colossal being. Circle formation now! Fire at will! The captain remains stunned on the deck. Captain! I said now! Raise the flag! The captain, with his mouth agape, looks back at the giant, then retreats into his quarters, locking the door behind him. The crew watches this, then looks to their lord protector, their prince, who is at a loss for words. Roland, the first crewman to spot the giant, stands at attention from the deck. He looks up to Ethan, dead in the eye, salutes him, then shouts, Sir, yes, sir! 
He then runs to the mast and raises a green flag with a white circle made up of braided infinity symbols. The surrounding ships then raise the same flag as the northern fleet turns port side and the southern fleet cuts starboard side. The two fleets create circles around the giant. The northern fleet creates an inner circle traveling counterclockwise, while the southern fleet creates an outer circle traveling clockwise. All ships focus their cannon fire on the creature. Harpoons are launched from the top decks and rifles pop, filling the air with smoke. Storm clouds circle above the giant as it takes the fire. Freezing rain begins to pour. A crack of thunder sounds out and the giant's arms raise above its head. And when he lowers his hand, six chaotic streaks of lightning fall from the skies. <laughs> The ancient creature roars. Ships are struck in a fury of smoke and wooden shrapnel. The men are electrocuted and two of the ships begin to sink. Ethan watches in horror from Endeavor, his ship that is currently outside of the circle. He looks to his crew, all watching helplessly as the giant pursues the ships to the west, grabbing up one ship and heaving it into another. Both ships are lost to the depths. Roland rushes up the stairs to Ethan. Sir, what are your orders? Ethan looks to the deck, then looks toward the carnage, his hair plastered to his face, rain running down his dark armor. Raise Eileron. Reroute northwest. Have the ships maneuver into line formation. Double column surrounding us. We must prevent any more ships from sinking. He looks down at Roland. We are to charge the beast. Head on. The crewman tries to process this, then shakes his fear. He turns to the rest of the crew. Uh, um, raise the cage. Line formation, double column. Let's go, move your asses. He makes it to the main mast and lowers the circle flag, replacing it with a white flag with two black infinity symbols standing parallel. As the flag goes up, there's another crash of thunder from the darkened skies. Four crewmen begin to crank wheels and a portion of the main deck begins to move upward. A cage is raised from the lower deck revealing within its iron bars a black-scaled wyvern with streaks of white running from its eyes to its wings, then back to its stinging tail. Ileron raises its serpentine head and shrieks into the sky. Ethan unbolts the cage door while a crew member leads Eileron out with a slab of meat. Two more attach a riding saddle to its back while it eats. Another attendant brings Ethan a helmet. N no! The circlet! Go and fetch it! Quickly! The attendant bows and runs away. You there! Ethan, now mounted atop the wyvern, is pointing at the crewman who had raised the flags. Behind him... The fleets are all moving into two lines. Endeavor continues its path down the middle toward the beast as it battles with a handful of ships that did not escape its ruin. What is your name? Roland, your highness. You are now captain of this ship. All men must answer to you. Load the harpoons and do not lose course of me. I need this ship within flight range in case... Well, he pauses, not even wanting to speak foreboding. I just need you to do that. Are you up to it? 
A soldier loads javelins into a large quiver at Ethan's hip, while another fastens his legs into harnesses. Roland gasps. Yes, my lord. I mean, prince, or lord protector. Never mind my title. What's important is that I name you here and now Roland, captain of Endeavor, flagship of the King's fleet. Should I perish in battle, you are to send word back to Traylon for Sir Quincy, my cousin. He will continue as Lord Protector of these lands, and for the King to send as many reinforcements as possible. I have a feeling this is not the only guardian of Verahim. Of course. I can do all those things, my lord. You're a brave man, Prince Ethan. The attendant returns with a silver lockbox. He opens it and presents Ethan with a circlet. It is gold and silver with a reddish hue, made of braided infinity symbols. Ethan dons the circlet with his gauntlet hands and nods to Roland. Then I shall leave you to it. Prince Ethan takes the reins of his restless wyvern, Eileron. Yah! The wyvern shrieks again as it soars into the clouds above, lightning striking fast and erratic. Wind sends rain pelting against Ethan's face. He, riding low, looks over Eileron's neck to the back of the Colossus. His mount growls. Ethan pets the scales just above the saddle. There, there. We'll make it through. We always have before. Eileron purrs and glances back at Ethan, trusting his master, beating his wings through the ferocious storm. May Thessla guide me and... Bring me into the rest of my days, in this world or the next. Amen. Ethan pulls back hard on the reins. Eileron shrieks and flies higher. The great monster turns around and focuses on the wyvern. He draws his fist back, lightning crackling at its knuckles. Roland watches from the bow of Endeavor as Ethan releases the reins, sending Eileron into a dive. When the face of the giant comes into view, Ethan arms and draws back a javelin. White light and a mystical flame crackle at his circlet, and around his arm, Captain Roland holds his breath. The giant swings his fist in an attack, the lightning growing stronger with the momentum. Ah! Ethan releases his javelin as it soars toward its target. Flames and holy light engulf the shaft. Captain Roland covers his eyes as the black skies are lit by a blinding flash of brilliant orange, radiant white, and electric. The Sea Dog's ship narrowly escapes the storm and the ancient Colossus. They sail into calm waters as the storm brews and the monster bellows behind them. The ancient mysteries of Verahim fade away as the sails ripple in the wind. The chaos of the battle is behind them. 
and they finally have some time to recuperate. The sky is clear and the ship is navigating a direct route to the Lock Islands, where the pirate settlement of Shantytown lays waiting with old friends and old enemies. We go now to the top deck of the ship Sea Dogs, a black ship run by a crew of werewolves where Kal Un is up by the captain's wheel next to Captain Jacquard having a conversation. Jacquard. Yes. Look at me. Look at me. I'm looking right into your eyes. Are you the captain of the ship? A hundred percent, yes. All right. Um, Hundo. How does this work with werewolves? Oh, what do you mean? Do, is it like a pack situation? Do, uh... Yeah, yeah. We, we were like a packed before we like... Okay, so strongest is, uh, is captain then. Correct. Is what you're saying. Well, I mean... Okay. It really just came down to, like, who had the most resources, who could actually function a wheel. Hmm. Completely different subject. Uh, do you have anyone that can train me to be stronger in my wolf form? Oh, yeah. Right here. You're looking at them. Oh, great. Great. So, you want to spar? <laughs> and instantly, Jacquard transforms into werewolf form and rushes to tackle you. Make a strength save. Great. First roll of season three. <gasps> Better be a good one. Oh. Six. Oh. He rolled a five. <laughs> What's your strength bonus? Zero. So, in- oh, so he, so he, like, as a wolf? Uh, I didn't transform you. Oh. <laughs> you didn't give me a chance. So he, he pushes you against the railing and, and goes to bite down. Give me a dexterity save. Oh, that I'm good at. Rolling a six is six times better than you could have rolled. Uh, 20. True. Nice. Uh, you're able to grab his jaws before he bites down on you. Nice. Uh, so then I transform Ooh, nice. into my bipedal form and bite him instead. So does 15 hit? Fifteen does hit. You bite down onto his arm, and he goes, "Ah, <laughs> And uh, he goes to grab. Uh, he goes to claw you. Does sixteen hit? Yes. Okay, so he gives you uh, a scratch across the chest in your wolf form, and okay, and he barks at you. <laughs> does that do damage? The bark. This is this is it's all non-lethal. Oh, okay. All right, good. So he he claws. He goes to claw me, mm-hmm. and so I have two claw attacks. So I go to Ooh. I go to claw him, and then I go to kick him with my foot as my second claw attack. All right, go for the yeah. rolls. They both hit. I, nice. Yeah, I rolled a seventeen and a nineteen. So. Nice. All right. Uh, so yeah, I claw him and then kick him back against the uh, against the wheel. <laughs> yeah, and so he he hits the wheel, and you guys. Uh, feel as the ship turns as the back hits the wheel and turns <laughs> and everyone all the crew that was doing the repairs after getting a little bit of cannon fire from the large king's fleet uh, they all grab onto the deck as it turns and he goes whoa and uh, he comes back at you to drop kick you okay all right and he misses and Great. so he he crashes into the railing, grabbing the very edge of the ship and flips himself and I, back oh, up. Dang it. <laughs> I was going to scar him. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, just just sparring. Nice. So he <laughs> flips sparring. himself back up. <laughs> so he flips back up and lands next to you when a attendant comes up and interrupts the the fight back and forth and says, uh, Jakarta, um, can I interrupt? <laughs> and he says, uh, yes, what is it? The 
two fellows down below, they wanted me to tell the redhead one because you got a, a like a little bit of red hair within mm-hmm. your wolf form. Yeah, that makes sense. It, yeah, I got a, a rusty coat. Yes. Yeah. And uh, can I speak as a, as a yeah. wolf? Oh, yeah, okay. Go cool. for it. And so um, I had no idea that we could speak like this. And Jacquard says, yeah, it's great fun. Yeah. I never even tried. I just intentionally made wolf noises. Yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. There's nothing like barking orders at your crew. <laughs> I get, I get <laughs> it. <laughs> Rough. And so <laughs> the uh, the first mate, she's standing there, and she's like, well, I just wanted to tell Kalun here that you have two friends down below deck, and one of them is hurt pretty bad. I, I know. He's been hurt since we left. No, not that one. Not the white-haired one. The... Um, the, the short one. Oh, the little one? Uh-huh. Oh, he'll be fine, but I guess I should go check on him anyway. <laughs> okay. So, Kalun, you race down to the lower deck, the mm-hmm. or the middle deck. I, I guess on the way, I transform back. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Perfect. And on your way, Jacquard says, good spotting with you. It seems like you don't need to learn much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I just smile at him. <laughs> I definitely plan on taking over this ship. Like the meme of that guy with the beard who's just kind of like nodding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yes, good fight. So you he make like, your way in the forest. <laughs> he like transforms just his head back, and he's still like a bipedal <laughs> hairy dude. <laughs> Kalun makes his way down to the mid deck, where below uh, there's a bit of an infirmary, and again, more of the crew are doing repairs on the ship. Uh, from the cannon fire, but they're pretty much finishing it up at this point. They work fast to make sure that the ship runs at its full course. So laying on one of the infirmary beds is Rory Kilgannon. Rory, it's going to be okay. I need you to stop moving so much. Just... I... Oh, man. Telnius, I really thought I could catch that cannonball. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Not a great move. Oh, man. My stomach hurts so bad. It hit me right in the gut. (laughs) Looks looks pretty bad. Uh, Don't know what you were thinking. The worst part of it is that you, like, dove up into the air to catch it. Like, it it wasn't even going to hit you. No. What were you thinking? I really thought I could catch it and then maybe throw it back at him. Yeah, that Uh, was... All right, well... Anyway, I had this image in my head of me catching it and then like spinning around in the circle and flinging it back in their direction. And man, I, I don't feel good. Oh, yeah. Well, let me go ahead and, and uh, cast a spell on you. Uh, I'm just imagining the Kung Pao like no. a circle. <laughs> it's just <laughs> you're gushing blood. Yeah. Really? To, to the listener, that is not the case. Yeah. <laughs> you're, I mean, you're lucky it didn't go right through you. I mean, honestly, I, it, what you did was impressive. Just not very intelligent. Well, I mean, nothing can break through these rock hard abs, and I pull up my shirt to show oh, these right here. See? Put up, oh, it's so blood <laughs> <laughs> It's just like giant purple bruise. <laughs> so uh, I cast Cure Wounds on you. Uh, we're not in battle, right? Okay, so you take the full uh, 12 points of health, and I'm assuming your health is down pretty far, so you, it's going to take a little bit. I also cast Healing Word, and so I heal you a bit more. And I just kind of, like, rush over it. It's an infirmary, right? Mm-hmm. So can I make a medicine check and see if I can gather some herbs and such to do some sort of additional healing? You may. Okay, so not great. as a 10. You find a good amount of bandages, though, to okay. kind of help secure the wound. You find a balm that will help soothe the wound before applying the bandages. I spit in it 
and then. <laughs> so I'll leave it up to you. How much would how much would taking a cannonball to the gut have dropped <laughs> off my AC? You know, take my an inspiration. Take you would have been down to what's your full HP? Ninety-seven. Yeah, you would have been down to uh, to like fifty-five. Okay, and then you gave me how much? Uh, Twelve plus eight. Wow, that was so fast that you said that right back, back to back. You must have memorized it <laughs> through the magic of it. Well, you know, I, I'm doing okay, but did we? I kind of blacked out after I um, tried to catch that cannonball. Did we get away from that giant thing? Uh, the giant dude that came out of the water? Well, yeah, he took on quite a bit, and we've been sailing for the past, I don't know, roughly 30 minutes away from them. I, I Last I saw, after you took the cannonball, they started circling around him, so... The, all those, you mean, by they, you mean all those ships that were, like, we saw? Like, I remember like, this massive, massive fleet of ships out there. Yep. And then this giant dude came out of the water. Yep. And you're saying they circled around him. Yeah, uh, about a hundred ships, give or take, uh, started circling him. That was the last I saw, because um, I followed you down in here into the infirmary. Did I see Prince Ethan on that ship? Maybe you did, we were pretty far, With my unless you eye. used your eagle yeah. eye. Yeah. Uh, what was the the first mate's name? Roland. Roland. Roland, Roland right. Twenties is his name. <clears throat> oh, I thought it was a her. Nope. What, what's the, who's the girl? Oh, that, I thought you who's met... the girl that sent me back down. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Um, her name's Heather. Heather. Okay. Also a first hey. mate. <laughs> also a first yeah. mate, but on this ship. But yeah. Okay. Right. Hey, uh, Rory, tell me this. Uh, Heather tried to. Convince me that something on the ship actually hurt you, Rory. What, what well, happened? You seem fine. I well, yeah. Thanks to Telny is here, but um, yeah, it was nothing. It was a cannonball thing, and I tried to do you know one of those like, you know how in sci-fi movies you'll like fly your ship around the planet and then like fling it back using the gravity of the planet. I've never seen Harry Potter. No. See, I thought I could be the planet, and the cannonball could be the cannonball. Uh, the okay, all right. Uh, I, I'll take your word for it. You're you are the smartest of us for sure, by far. Uh, <laughs> I look around. Is there anybody around besides us three? No. But, well, there. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, yes, there are. There's okay. a few of the crew who are like hammer and nails, just closing up some of the holes from the cannon fire. And uh, as you're looking around, Kowloon, you see from Telnius's messenger bag a red glow start humming in and out. Um, you're glowing. Oh, <laughs> that's so sweet of you to say. You've got... <laughs> You've got yeah. red on you, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I, uh, oh, oh, well, yes, you're right. I open my messenger bag and pull out the red glowing thing. As you... <laughs> whatever it can be. Whatever it is. He knows what it is. Well, we can't as know. you, as you reach into your messenger bag, you take <clears throat> out the elder elk eye. Oh, yes. As it's glowing, meaning there's a message coming yeah. through. As you take it out, though, you a coin falls from your messenger bag and rolls across the floor before you can... Go to grab it with your other arm. <laughs> <laughs> I slam my hammer on it. You go to you go to grab it with the hammer and or slam it with the hammer and it it falls between two boards that <gasps> were just a little too wide apart. And so it falls and goes down to the below deck where most of the cabins are. It rolls through a hallway over the wooden planks and in through an open door. Inside of this cabin, laying in a bed, uh, still still asleep, is Ayas, a white-haired half-elf. Standing over him is Duke Erwin, troubled and looking disarrayed. Finally, Ayas's eyes flutter and begin to open. Mm. 
<coughs> oh. Thank Thessla, thank the Elder Gods. You, uh, you're awake. Like, officially awake. You were awake earlier, but now you're like... Are you coherent? Can you hear what I'm saying? Perfect. Yes, it's great that you're, you're speaking now. Um, here, drink some water. Give that here. And Erwin hands over a glass of water, and he sits back on a stool. I he, go to lean up. He realized he was a little close to you. He looks back, hearing a coin rolling into the room, and it rolls past the open door, and he kind of he stomps his foot onto it, stopping it, and picks it up, examines it, and just pockets it after rolling his eyes. Oh, my head... I start drinking the water, just downing it. Yes, and your face has these marks. Other than the scarring around your eyes, there are these angular marks from where your skull was once concave and was has since then healed. Yeah, you have quite a headache coming on, but you are coherent. Um, yes, well, I, I'm sure we can go to the uh, infirmary at some point and get you some, some medicine uh, for... The cloudiness I'm sure you're experiencing. Mm, right. Um, and I go to get my legs out and onto the floor. Oh, uh, take it, take it slowly. I don't think we should. And don't I stand think you should straight up. <laughs> um, give me a Constitution roll at disadvantage. Nice. I rolled a two twice. <laughs> you fall like right on the floor, just <laughs> slow. Oh, Ias, no. And he. Picks you back up and sits, helps sit you back on the bed. Now let go of me. Okay. Yes. I'm. I'm sorry. I. I know that this must be jarring. Um, uh, waking and only seeing me. Um, I. I don't know what to say other than yeah, I'm glad you're here. It's still with us. Um, your your friends are okay. The they're, they're upstairs. But um, I wanted to get some things across. If you're okay with conversating and I'm rubbing my head speak well first and foremost I want to apologize although I know it's not enough but I'm sure a lot of what has been revealed to you about our um, relationship has um, elicited ill feelings toward me but I want you to know that everything I did was for the safety of both you and the safety of this world everything you did absolutely yes everything you did well, was for me and this world yes um, I should tell you when well it has to do with our family our lineage I should say, when I was younger, give or take a hundred years, yes, in fact, it was exactly a hundred years ago, I received a prophecy from my great-grandfather, your great-great-great-grandfather? Nope, great-great. Either way, he on his deathbed drew me in close and said, I have seen it. A world covered in ice, every tree, every creature, every man and elf, gone. Desolation. 
no color to speak of. A cold world where only hatred rules. It must be stopped. It must end before it begins, else we are all doomed. I tell you this now. I may be living in my final moments, but you, this world, are living in its final century. You see, he was the last to be inflicted with this Vanya's curse, as our people once experienced the White Wall. This Vanya passing through our village and our family being the only ones to survive. Since then, every few generations, one of us has mysterious powers. This Vanya's coldness, it was awful for him. He suffered awful nightmares up until his passing. Now I've come to understand that you, as well, have this curse. Well, I don't know what curse you're talking about, but the... did this prophecy lead you to the decision to kill your brother-in-law? There was a lot of planning and speculation, and I hope you know that it was not by my hands that Athelstan died. Oh, cut the crap. You put it all in motion. There's a lot you don't know yet, Ayas, but I have worked tirelessly to make sure that Isvanya is not awakened. And when Amran and I went to Barda and he was gifted that scepter, he was supposed to use it for good. I was supposed to help take power in Treyland to bring fleets to help resist Isvanya. And now it feels like all of that was for nothing. But you, you seem to have this connection. It, it seems like hope. I know that not all of my decisions can be colored moral, I suppose, but at the end of the day, I was looking at what was to be gained, not, ah, this is not coming across well. Whatever the matter, you will not drag me down in your mistakes. I will not be a slave to your past. I have my own life to live, and it's obvious that I need to be in protection of my own self. I mean, I, I gave you to Barton because I know that he is, he was the most powerful man in Traylon, possibly Anu, who could protect you. I have... <sighs> Look, I've gotten over my anger. My life, I've been brought up by people who truly consider me one of their own in the sandalwood and that's all i need i have people who look out for me now and i have my friends i'm not going to pretend that you can find a part in that quickly it will take many years and a lot of trust and i suppose you have began to earn your place with your recent events thank you i but don't pretend like we're going to be best friends right off the bat um Absolutely. I take your words, and I value them, and I respect them, and I understand. Maybe we should just 
focus now on the task of bringing down Aston. Sure. And while you're at it, get me a chair. One with wheels on it. I need to get out of this room. I will help bring you to your friends. All right. Okay. Let's go. And I roll out of bed onto the floor. <laughs> he, you, you can still, um, <laughs> you're like crawling. <laughs> he just, he, he helps bring you up and he helps bring you up the stairs. And unfortunately, we're not going to brand Stark this <laughs> and, and get a whole device for you. So Erwin helping you, Ias, begins to bring you up to the middle deck. At the middle deck, Kal'un, Rory, and Telnius. Telnius, like, looking through a gap in the floor and finally just shrugging it off and, and bringing up the was elder that, elk eye. What, what, uh, was that just any coin, or was that the lock island coin you'll you'll find out okay because <laughs> if it was log island coin i wouldn't just like oh whatever <laughs> no i know no okay. yeah you were you were concerned to you wanted to find out but. okay all right so ding 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 so you answer the elder elk i they're standing in the wintry land uh Verahim, still within aurora before the elder elk tree is queen reina queen reina oh it's it's so good to see you how, how are you Ah, Telnius, I am so happy you finally answered. I wasn't sure if this transmission would get through. Uh, well, here we are. Boy, so much has happened. Lots to tell, <laughs> do you wanna, yes. Do you want a recap? Or? No recap, for I have <laughs> new information. Thank you. <laughs> you have found someone to, like, tell your problems to, though, right? Nope, I, I'd love to talk to you right now if you want, uh, oh. but that's cool. I'll just, I'll just listen. I will like put my shoulder up to the eye, <laughs> and you can just lean your face against the eye for a, a brief moment. And I do so. Okay, okay. Telnius, we might, we don't have a lot of time. Uh, and <laughs> Reina backs back up, and says, uh, th- "Are you there? Is is everyone safe?" Uh, yes, everyone's safe. Well, you know, as can be expected, we're. So Ias is, well, he's still passed out. Um, he was hurt pretty bad. But other than that, we're all pretty good. I mean, little Ari made a bad choice, but he's going to be all right. But I did catch that cannonball. You Okay. He caught a cannonball? Um, wow, I didn't know that. <laughs> I look at you and just like uh, squint my eyes like, okay, well. Yeah, he- but remember, you caught Reina up a couple of days ago when she called. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so I have a few things to report because um, I, I don't believe I uh, communicated this super well, but the transmission of these Elder Elk guys really only helps if you are close to Verahim. So we need to get information out fast. So a few things. First on the list, uh, Finn has uh, not reported back from Dunabur yet, but Uba, Alana, and Siggy are making their way back to Aurora from Falron. Speaking of Falron, it's uh, kind of in chaos now. Uh, Antiva is handling the logistics through the High Council. My guess is that with the damning evidence against Amrin that Erwin provided for us, they will elect to keep Antiva as their queen. Uh, with the release of the Varrican internment workers, we could see a new mass of soldiers to help fight Isfania's armies. Well, that, that's great. Uh, great news. Yes, so mixture of good and bad there. Uh, Sun, whom you all have helped free, is leaving soon for Barda, 
with Runa, his daughter, the Isle of Elves. Right, okay. Runa is still coming to terms with the fact that she is, like, the daughter of a demigod, which I guess, does that make her, like, a semi-god? A quarter, quarter god. Quarter, quarter, yeah, trust me, it, we're called quarter god, or they're called quarter gods. Oh, oh quarter. wait, what was that? Quarter. <laughs> quarter. Quarter gods. Quarter. Quota. <laughs> I just made that up. I don't know what it is. <laughs> oh, speaking of quarters, did you get that coin back? Uh, no, I didn't. At that, <laughs> at that, Erwin uh, <laughs> makes his way up through the up through the doorway with an Ias uh, kind of slumped. Uh, <laughs> leaning on his shoulder and like taking small steps. It's I thought you were passed out. It's so good to see you. Uh, how are you doing? I'm doing. I'm great. I've never been better. All right. Well, don't have to lie. <laughs> yeah, you're clearly limping. There. <laughs> no, this is just how I walk now. <laughs> just trying to change, oh. pick a new walk, huh? Yes. What I do you call something? it? It's not important. What are you guys up to? Well, just. And I, I shove the eye in your face. Talking <laughs> to Reyna. Oh, my. Oh, hey. Hello, Aias and Erwin. It's you. And Erwin, um, he gets excited and says, Wow, Reyna, it is such a delight to see you again. Look at you. Wow. Queen, reinstated. Just as, just as we had planned. Um, well, what, uh, what's going on? And I am very sore. Oh, um, what what has happened? Uh, Ayas, are you okay? You look... I'm great. I killed a monster. Killed a monster? What do you mean? Yep, I killed... What's his name? And it's over now. Are Amran? You, are you speaking of Amran? Yes, oh, Amran. Yeah. Bran. Can. Uh, <laughs> Shan. I didn't know his last name. Oh, uh, yeah, we meant to tell you. you I... <laughs> It was actually Uba that uh, that killed him. You, but you helped a lot, though. Mm. You were you were there. I'm still a little fuzzy on the details. Oh man! Well, that's been a crazy day. How long have I been asleep? Three hours? Four hours? Uh, five, give or take. Um, I look at uh, I pull the the eye back and look at Queen Reyna and ask. Um, I have never heard of of this form of magic, but we. Maybe it was. Wait, first off, was that everything you needed to say? That's everything I had to report. I was hoping to get more information from you all. Yeah. So, uh, when Uba killed King Amran, um, something strange happened. Have we told you about what happened yet, or to Ayas? No, not at all. Okay. So, Uba punched the hell out of Amran's face, and while he was doing that, Ayas's face caved in. What? Yeah, by the way. <laughs> At the same time? Yeah, like, as he punched him, the effects on Amran took effect on Ayas, and then, you know, we like, oh, stop, don't, you're gonna kill him. I don't remember that at all. Right. I remember drawing back my bow, then I went hang out with his Fania for a little while, and then now I'm here. Oh, how was she? Yeah, she's all right. Not not good though, because that's like the bad. <laughs> Rain is like, like arch nemesis. <laughs> what? What do you mean? You saw Isvanya? Ah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. She's good. 
<laughs> Everything's fine. Wait, when you say good, like Superman good, or like she's doing well? Well, she was showing off her army and everything to me. I okay, oh, she let me doing well. What? But she's good now. Yeah, yeah you, she's good. Are yeah, you two good. on a are you two on a nickname basis yet? Or uh, I kind of left in a hurry. It yeah, wasn't really. You'll you'll get there. You'll get there. I don't um, know why you guys are joking. Like that's like the real bad evil lady. Yeah, Erwin like almost threw you to the ground. At yeah. That. Like, like what? What do you mean? Well, but I mean, also, we just saw a massive fleet of ships at, coming after us, and then like a water titan came out of. I mean, that's a big deal too, right? Oh yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Also saw a giant water titan. Uh, Rain is cool. like, why do I even try these <laughs> transmissions? This is bonkers. <laughs> like we got a few big pressing. They're like right behind us. I think. Uh, Start uh, with Telnius's feelings, Rory oh. getting hit in the stomach with a cannonball, and then move on to the least important yeah. stuff. <laughs> um, Duke, the Duke finally sits you on like a bed. I ice, caught the cannonball and, with my stomach. And Erwin, Erwin. Just goes to think like, yes, um, I saw that through the hole in uh, the cabin where Ayas was at. From what I can remember of the Varican myths, Reyna, you can confirm this could possibly be an Aegea. And Reyna, can I make a, or sorry, can I make a, a knowledge history check? Uh, yes, sure. 20. 20 is wow. what I rolled. So I just had an epiphany. I'm. I think what we saw was an Aegir. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, but weren't those the mythic creatures, like the titans that are, are credited as creating the lands? They like they rolled the boulders from under the the sea up to create Verahim, and they are rumored to be the guardians of the land, but haven't been seen in eras. That is, uh, yes, that is correct. If if what you're saying is true, then they have somehow been awakened as well, or are at least active. And, and you're saying you saw one of these? Well, we, well, yeah, we all did. Yeah. Uh, it, it actually saved our asses. I don't know if that was directly or indirectly, but right. um, we had uh, hundreds of ships on their way to kill us, uh, and we were definitely not going to survive that. But then out of nowhere, this Aegir came out of the water and started attacking them, and they, they focused on it while we were able to get away. That's... Wow, that's insane. Things are coming back. I, I was with Isvanya, and she tried to give me Bjornsson's bow, his elk bow, which she has it. It's there, and it's powerful. Did you take oh. it? I did, for a minute. You got, where, you, where is it? Oh, I used it, and then um, I got here somehow. I think it was an out-of-body experience. I'm not exactly sure. So you have seen behind the enemy lines, Reyna says. Yes, I, I did. I, it was massive. Her army is massive. She has thousands of troops, and oh my god, she's got dragons. Oh, wow. Bigger than, there was one bigger than the one we fought. You guys fought a dragon? Oh. Oh, yeah. No. It's hard to remember what's important at this point. Right. Yeah, we yeah. fought a dragon. Yeah, we fought a dragon. No, no we, big deal. We killed it. So killed it. It was so <gasps> sick. She had... Yeah, that's pretty nice. One, two dragons like the ones we fought, and then a really, really big one. Oh, man. Huh. What color were they? Kind of light gray. Very, very light whitish. What kind of dragon is that? What color eyes did they have? Blue. Oh. Blue eyes, white Blue dragon. Blue eyes, white dragon. <laughs> 
<laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh, no, you didn't see that. All right, yeah. looks like we got to summon Exodia. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. We did. Reyna. That's what took out the ships. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> well, our worker is done. Oh, my God, Reyna, you did not tell me you were talking to the Rowdy Boys. Hey. I smell something rowdy in here. Lots of lots of pelvic thrusts. Did I hear you guys fought a dragon? You're damn yeah, right we, we did. Beat the crap out of it. Uh, no, we killed the dragon. We killed the crap. More out of a of massacre it. than a fight. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. I dropped I the there. rock on its head. Wow. Damn. Wish I was there. I shot it with an arrow. I calmed some emotions. <laughs> oh. Which yeah, helped. Good. Yeah. And, and I helped. It was spectacular. <laughs> I must have been frozen at that part. So, uh, yes, hi, Leon, Reyna says. <laughs> yes, I'm speaking with the Rowdy Boys. They've informed us of many things I will tell you because we don't have a lot of time. The, she yawned. Ding, 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 the ding, elder ding, elk ding, ding. eye oh, goes broke it. Oh, no. dark. What do you think she was going to say? Probably how much she thinks I am the best leader there is. <laughs> what, why, why did she disappear? Well, uh, she said from the jump that we were, because we're heading away from Verahim, it's very possible that this will not work very often. So maybe we're out of range. So we could just turn around and we could. just talk for a couple more minutes. But we have things pursuing yeah, us. We, we probably shouldn't do that. To, that's yeah. so crazy. Um, oh, shit. Wait, is Bjornsson here? No. Bjornsson! We have to tell him about his bow. The Duke speaks. No, um, I, uh, I believe he was eventually planning on going to Bada. I don't know if he actually well, that's what, went. That's what she said. Oh, yeah. Reina uh, reported. Yeah, okay. reported. literally, that's what she said. Nice. Whatever. Um, where's, where's Alana? I want to see her. Uh, Not good. No. Yeah. What? Yeah, well, listen, she's there's going to be a lot of people that we met uh, that you're not going to be able to see because they're not with us. What? Yeah. <laughs> some dead, some alive. Who died? No one knows. It's a mystery. Uh, Aaron. Tell me a stop. <laughs> <laughs> we, can, we can mark you off that list, right? <laughs> Kowloon actually has a, a like a paper where it's like friends that are alive, friends that are dead, and Ayas was on the dead list. It's like scribble out. Scribble out, out, put back up scribble to alive. Out. That's, a, that's a one for the positive. Right? Just one up for the good guys. Really wish I hadn't written this in pen, but... Uh... <laughs> As a bard, you're keeping good track of right. everything. Okay, yeah. but I mean, how, does any of this new information change our plan? Like, we're still going to the Lock Islands and then to Traylon. I mean, we know there's giant water creatures that could mess things up, but we can't do anything about that right yeah, now. Yeah, well, at this it, point, we kind of just have to hope that they don't. Well, I mean, do it, anything to us. It sounds like we probably should get that information about the armies uh, back to like everyone in Elgrahim because that's. Like the closest place to where the armies are, right? Well, I mean, Raina, the ones Raina knows yeah. now. Yeah, Raina was still on the call when oh, okay. <laughs> when we discussed. And that. what about? Did she hear you talk about the, the elbow? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, she didn't. Okay, I mean, is there elbow. anything you didn't tell Raina that you think she should know? Oh, there was so much. I will turn, <laughs> I will turn I will the turn. ship around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Erwin actually goes. Um, 
guys. And as the shining red of the elder elk eye went to gray, he points at each of your amulets as the <gasps> red glow also goes to a gray. Oh, oh no. My blade. What about the blue glow on mine? Both go. Uh, Wait, the amulets. That gave us our super cool power. Like the one on my shield? Son of a one bitch. One on your shield Turn around. and on your amulet. Oh. Yeah. All right, guess we got to find cool new loot. Uh, man. Where are my things? All right. Um, oh. So listen, I did have a plan where if the the salty dogs turned out to be bad, that I could have just like taken over the pack. But I don't think <laughs> that that's going to work now. Yeah, probably we'll, not. We'll try. try. Turn into a dog. Uh, a cute little puppy dog. Nothing. I look at everybody like wink. Yep, you're a dog. Wow. So plan's still on. All right, cool. Okay, but I do have some good news. Oh, Um, yeah. Uh, Oh, sorry, go ahead. I have... I have Leon's key to the armory in barracks in Westwick, so if we need new stuff, like, there might be some good stuff in there. That's true. Oh, I thought that was a dream, was I? But, yeah, I kind of overheard that a little bit when I was drunk that night. That's That's, true. That's right. That's great. Uh, And um, for some reason, as Erwin, I feel the need to apologize as if, like, a deity is inserting themselves into me. That's hot. Uh, we're, <laughs> As the we're, Bishop of Traylon, that's hot. You bless it, and it's hot. <laughs> we're listening. Go ahead. I just, he, yeah, I just feel like I have to apologize he for your it. amulets going it. dim, but... Uh, I'm sure that as we go forward, I have promised you all 45% uh, of my coffers uh, as reward for killing Amrin. 45% each? 45%. Or rather, I think we made it. We made it 40. He's the numbers guy. Yeah, yeah. Talk to my accountant. We made it 44% uh, that you guys would split. I made right? that exact same joke. So 11 Did you? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's great. Still killing it. Yeah. I just <laughs> extend my hand in, in an open fashion. <laughs> hand it here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's back in, oh. in Traylon. Do you think, I mean, just speculation, do you think that 11% could have actually fit in his hand if you had it on you? Yes. Oh, no. No. Oh, you would okay. need chess. I Roy. was the Duke, guys. Come uh, on. Roy, have you Roy's seen the, my chest? Roy's the chess guy. <laughs> yes, many, many times, but thank Watch, you. Watch, I can make it flap its wings. For mm. nostalgia's sake, I'm happy you showed it to okay. me again. So, you like, when you go to flap the wings, though, your abs just, oh like, cringe. Oh, <laughs> man, <laughs> Did Uba hit you, too? <gasps> no, no. I succeeded in catching a cannonball on purpose, but it also hurt really, really oh, bad. That is badass. What if I enhance your strength and you try again? <laughs> okay, yeah, let's go up there. We got some cannons, right? Then we could turn around and we could talk to Queen Reyna. Yeah, it'd be closer, but I mean, how cool would that yeah, be? Yeah, I was thinking we'd just go up to the top deck and you fire a cannon right at me. Maybe we should yeah. just like... I'm wanting to ship to Hang out for a bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, at this point, Jacquard busts through the door coming from the top deck down to the bottom. You heard his footsteps coming down and he says... Um, Guys, I, uh, so there were two ships following us, right? And then there were hundreds. And now there's three. So, oh, and wait, there were two ships before the huge fleet that we saw? Yes, there was two ships that had broken off from the okay. larger fleet, but uh, we are a fast ship, so I figured we would outrun them. And we were for a while, but they have 
increase their speed exponentially. Ah, can you just summon that big guy again? The what guy? The big guy that, that crushed the other ones. Yeah, I did not do that. Was oh. that one of you guys? No, that was no. definitely not me. Nope. No, it was um, a, a uh, what you, an A-Zier? A-Gear. 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 Because the entire... Um, okay, uh, about how far are they? Um, I'm, my thought is, like, maybe I could cast a spell on them. Uh, at the, uh, at first, I thought, that, you know, they were kind of just hanging back in it for the long haul, so. Oh, no. That- Does your hand work anymore? Your rune hand? Oh. Uh, I look at my hand. Is the amulet glowing? The amulet is not glowing. It has gone gray. It probably doesn't. Let me try. And I try to light a fire in... Um, My pants. Your pants. <laughs> no, thank God it doesn't work. Uh, do you feel like a liar right now? You feel like you got some hot pants. I do. <laughs> I, because I but not because to of Set my pants on fire. Yeah, yeah liar, liar, pants on fire. Erwin speaks up. I, I mean, even though the out of cannon range I, I i must remind you all we, time is of the essence for reaching trayland again we we also must make it back to the lock islands as soon as possible because there they have special weaponry that can help us face the king's fleet and mm. then the open giants. the sails let's Wait, get going yeah, um I'll, oh, the sails not been open can i i check in my bag and like looking for that coin yeah oh and that reminds me uh speaking of which does this belong to anyone? And Erwin shows a coin. On one side, it is the face of Henry Locke. On the other side, it is a flintlock pistol with the words above it, unity and depravity. Zoink. I uh, go ahead and take that bad oh, boy. That, that, that was, was mine. Yeah, that I dropped was, that. Yeah, yep. it had fallen uh, into my room somehow. What was important about the coin? So the coin will help our passage back to the Locke Islands. Um, this is kind of our proof of... of uh, this is who we are. We are cool. You right. know, like okay. part of the game. Jacquard says, uh, yeah, I have one of those. And he pulls out a coin as well. Where did you get yours? Uh, I prefer not to say. Cool. Uh, Captain Abram. <laughs> Captain Abram gave it to him. <laughs> oh, you um, guys know Captain Abram? Nope. Don't know who he oh, is. Oh, I assume you forgot. <laughs> no. Oh, I, you did remember. I was, okay. Yeah, that's all right. Okay. You can tell him that. Yeah. <laughs> that's really cool. I used we to do. sail with him like decades ago. Same. Well, not decades uh. ago. What? <laughs> yeah, back when he was a pirate and I, everything before he I'm went trying back to, to Trailin. I also have a question, Robert. Do you know Adric? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's like a part of the pirate's moot. Like, Wait, now, what, what do you think about him? I mean, he's, he's pretty rough and tumble, but I, I guess we all kind of are. You have to be, to be yeah. a pirate. Well, let's say last time I was there, um, I, along with everyone else, you all, you all are incremented as well. Erwin's uh, like, not me. We kind of uh, pulled his pants down and hung him against the door frame, so he was mooning all the customers at the inn that's on the island there. Um, <clears throat> could he still be there? Could he? Yeah. And would he still be you mad about he, that? Yeah, yeah, that's probably that's what I'm getting at. You think he'd still be mad about that? <laughs> that's great. Yeah, it's pretty great. But... <laughs> but not yep. good. He's also Colin's stepdad. Yeah, he's also. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, it sounds like there might be some problems there. Um, he's 
pretty high on the uh, hierarchy of oh. pirates. Oh, okay. Um, well, problems is my middle name. I highly well, doubt that he is still up there, but okay, know. great. So I guess we'll just we'll deal with it when it comes. I when guess it comes we'll play up. it play by ear, yeah. I, uh, or by rear, like we played him. <laughs> <laughs> That's a problem for future rowdy boys. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we all clap during this. Erwin's just been kind of pacing a little bit, um, and he he says now. Jacquard, I, I had no clue that the Royal Navy had yet obtained gunpowder and an iron shot. And Jacquard thinks for a second, hmm, he must have gotten it from a turned pirate. Only that amount could have come from the Lock Island gnomes. Unless they found a new source, but uh, even so, the gnomes are the only known artificers who create such weaponry. Um, not to be crass, but, uh, who would have the balls to betray Henry Locke? And Jacquard just kind of looks over to him. You have not spent a lot of time with pirates, have you? At that, a cannonball explodes through the side of the ship. Roll dexterity unless you're trying to catch it. <laughs> Natural 20. Especially if you're trying to catch it. <laughs> Nat 20 and all my bandages. Dang. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you're that like... awesome. Oh, you learned from uh, Telnius. You just did a salmon flop to get yeah. out real yeah. quick. <laughs> um, with help, you have full speed. Without help, you have half speed. Nice. 16. 13. 9. 20. Okay. I'm not, I learned my lesson trying to catch it, although it is going to be my character's motivation to get to the point where I can. Nice. If you succeeded, you take half damage, which will be 12 points of... Uh, uh, Piercing Blood. damage from shrapnel. Oh. Oh, okay. Yep, yep, yep. Because it's not like all of you. It's not like uh, fucking Wanted where the cannonball's going around the room and hitting each of you. <laughs> they can curve their cannonballs. <laughs> it's just a ship turning really fast as it fires. <laughs> you, have to, you have to hit that current just right. Yeah. Uh, so at that point, you guys um, begin to make it to the top deck because obviously you can't really see everything that's happening down here and a, a woman the uh the first mate she heather, makes it heather. to the, heather yeah. she makes it down to the bottom of the stairs uh she's in wolf studded armor like wolf? <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's she's just the word wolf, wolf like over and over and over she's again. got like it on her butt like the juicy <laughs> pants wolf Woof. 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 Look at that tush. We're going to get so many more followers this season, guys. Especially if we start coming out with merchandise. Uh, she has a wolf, wolf studded armor. Like her breastplate is in the shape of a wolf. The iron clad boots she's wearing kind of come to a claw at the end. She has like this neck piece that lines her jaw that has have like the bottom jaw of a wolf like Damn. connected as if there's mm. like a helm that might come over she's got a rifle on her back and she says jacquard where <laughs> why did i write this <laughs> it doesn't matter jacquard we're under attack two ships have moved to surround us now and jacquard just says all right thank you heather <laughs> uh, <actually>. <laughs> 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 and Thank you. we all like uh, hold get on up. My, hold yeah. on my calls. <laughs> so you, I was like, actually, uh, it's it's flanking. They can't surround us unless there's at least like three or four. 
Correct. Yes, you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so um, the Duke begins to rush toward the stairs along with you guys helping you, Aya, so you can get up to the top deck. On the top deck, you all see one Trailender ship parallel to your ship raining cannon fire onto the Sea Dog ship. This ship has come in port side. Coming in to flank your ship is yet another of the Trailender Navy ships. It is dangerously close and there are soldiers loading cannons in the distance a third ship seems to hold back to just watch the onslaught Mm. okay so on the top deck there are six cannons three on the starboard side and three on the port side there are two ballistas surrounding the captain's wheels with four rope arrows those are arrows that can be shot out with at least 60 foot ropes connected to them you guys can choose there's kind of there's some of this weapon new weaponry laying about so there are firearms and if you decide to pick one up mm. i will grant you some stats there how far away are they once you get onto the top deck they are lining the railing so there's oh, no the the other ship sorry the ship that has come starboard side came in very very close and they are 40 feet away okay and then the other ship is still probably another 60 to 80 feet away. And so there are rifles and long arm rifles. There are pistols sitting kind of on top of crates as well, if you guys want to grab one of those. But there's also the cannons and the harpoon launchers or the ballistas. Am I like walking by myself now? Uh, the Duke helped you up the stairs. And once you get upstairs, you can choose to like do as you please. Like, so up the stairs where? Oh, yeah. So you guys come out at the from the aft side, the stern, which is the back side of the ship, and the whole the whole front decks in front of you. If you want to get up to the ballistas, you will have to climb up the stairs. And other than that, the cannons and all the rifles and guns are on this top deck where you just came up to. I say real quick to everyone before we split up. All right. Hey, so we need to get to where we're going fast. And these ships seem faster than ours. Let's take it. We should hijack. Yeah, let's and take leave this the one. slutty dog or stinky dog. Yeah, salty we'll, dog. Yeah, we'll leave the slutty dog. <laughs> the, the stinky dog. Uh, tell me this. Can you heal me real quick? Uh, I need to be healed pretty bad, too. So, uh, no. <laughs> it's going to be a minute. Okay, so let, heal both of us. And then, Rory, you want to go over to the other side with me? Sure. Yeah. And I'll I, go and try and poon one of those things. Don't you? Or poon one of those things. Don't you? Don't you have, like, a healing potion or something? Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, go ahead and use that. Yeah, I'm going to do that. <laughs> okay, so, sorry. And, Ayas, uh, will you support us? Hey, if can I just quick amend? Maybe let's destroy one of the ships and take another, a different one. Cool. So, with, let's destroy I, the port side one. Yeah, great. That'll work. I will help in any way I can. Can you give me any kind of boost? I'm... I'm kind of struggling here. Uh, sure. I'll help him up to where he wants to go while I'm taking my health potion. Okay. Oh, Do you, you have any like spells you want to cast? Or like? <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> he just, As a bar. Yeah. <laughs> just pushes you toward the railing and starts chugging his healing <laughs> yeah. potions. Can you uh, bo- boost me up here? He's like, yeah, totally. I'll give you a boost. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> That's uh, literally what I thought you were asking. No, me. I mean like my stats. There, but. Do we have time to like... to? Because I can support if I if I have time before we start battle to just like, like I would cast even take a Riyama. I mean, the, the, <laughs> the battle is in pursuit, yeah, so, so you're basically choosing what you do on your first round. So okay, my, 
All right, yeah, I guess uh, we'll go in order. Yep. So on the starboard side, there are cannons being aimed again and being loaded. There are also harpoons on that ship. And there are riflemen all in Trailender Navy uniform lining the railings ready to take fire. An admiral stands on the very top deck and he screams out his jacket studded with golden medals and says, This is Admiral Marcus of the Trailender Navy. Surrender your ship now to avoid any more casualties. Jacquard screams back, We've yet to lose a fight. Bring it on, you fuckers. (laughs) He laughs as he runs past the captain's wheel and fires a rope bolt from the ballista. It sinks deep into the main mast of the enemy ship. The rope is pulled taut by the crew and tied to a post. Jacquard then draws a cutlass and a hand axe, hooks the axe onto the rope, and begins to transform into a werewolf as he glides down the rope onto the enemy's ship. On his way, a rifleman aims at Jacquard. Before he can pull the trigger, the man's face is turned into a bloody mess as Heather, the markswoman, holds a smoking long-arm rifle from the Sea Dog's ship. She smiles and begins to reload. Jacquard swings his sword, taking out another rifleman before leaping from the rope, taking on a dozen soldiers. Many of the sea dogs begin to follow him. All right, so we'll go now to your guys' turn as that was all happening simultaneously. Do we need to roll for anything or are we just going? Um, Yeah, let's roll an ish. Go for it. 19. Also 19. Whoever has the higher dex goes first. Because we tied. Five. Uh, 15. So it'll go... Kal'un, Rory, Telnius, then Ayas, and then I'll do the NPCs. Cool. Perfect. Welcome back to Chasm Quest, all new in Season 3. As always, Andrew is our DM, Taylor plays Ayas, Brad plays Rory, Colin plays Kaloon, and Micah even plays Telnius this season, as well as the other two seasons. Also, our amazing sound effects you might have noticed are by Darren Pegram, who is an amazing person. We were a bit late this year due to COVID, but we are slowly adjusting and getting back into the swing of things, and we hope you all are finding ways to stay safe out there as well. As always, you can find any updates from us coming from our Twitter or Insta at at ChasmQuest, or you can have more personal conversations with us on our fan-made Discord. You can find links to all three at ChasmQuest.com. Thank you to those who have subscribed and reviewed us on Apple Podcast. That helps our growth so very much, especially thanks to LaToya, Broadway, McCarthy, and Quick Death 2222 exclamation mark. I don't know if we wrote the exclamation mark or if that's part of it, but it should be. Review us and we will also shout you out here on the show. And of course, our new patrons since last season. You are the people who make all of this possible. Thanks to Anna, Kajara, Joseph, Mike, Jake, Vincent, Josh, Gabby, Jenna, and Brandon. And to all of you, as thanks for being so patient with us this year, I'll be keeping this mid-roll short. There's just a few more things. 
Haloon, go for it. Okay. So I guess instead of healing myself first, because uh, things are kind of starting to kick off, I, I'll Riamar Asios and give uh, give Ias a Bardic Inspiration. Cool. Which is a D8. Uh, and I'm going to try to use my movement and action to run up something, chop off a rope, and swing over to where the captain is on the other ship. Perfect. So on the bow, there are t- like multitudes of ropes that are there long enough to swing over rather than using the ballista rope that was just shot from the captain's wheel, which is on the aft, the back part of the ship. Okay. So I just pull out one of my daggers and chop that up. And my, my idea is to try to like flank them instead of all just coming in from the same spot. Perfect. So um, go ahead and roll an acrobatics check to take that rope all the way to the enemy's ship. Uh, 26. Oh, yeah. yeah. You fail. However you want to land, go ahead and describe okay. it. <laughs> so I I swing that rope around, and as I get to it, I, like, tuck my feet up above me and do a backflip and land right right in front of the captain, like right in front of the captain and his wheel. So oh, shit. I, if I have time, I would like to do a thunder wave. No, because your okay. action was to cut the rope, and then your move was to, you know, finishing your move was to get over there. So you're readying Thunder Wave, uh, crouching down like you're going to take a poo. Well, he's over <laughs> there. <laughs> oh, guess, sorry, go ahead. Guess that's not the uh, ship we're going to destroy. <laughs> well, the, I, it's the starboard side that yeah, we're I not going to destroy. Just okay, with, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was like, that's what you said. I know. <laughs> we're now going to go to Rory. Are there, are there like portholes on the side of that ship? that Rory could fit in? Or like openings for cannons out of the side of the ship? All the cannons are on the top deck. Okay. So there's so no, no way I could get to like the mid deck of the other one from the outside. Unfortunately, no. Okay. Uh, I'm going to try and swing over to the same ship that Kalun just swung over to. And my goal is to try and run below deck on that ship. Okay. So do you want to take the same rope that Kalun like swung back? I mean, I saw him. It worked for him. So yeah. Okay. So give me an acrobatics check okay uh 17 that's enough okay. uh yeah go ahead and so you land close to him but you're trying to go down the stairs because the where the captain's wheel is it's a raised deck and so you have to go downstairs before getting to another set of stairs between you and that is three riflemen okay so as i'm running towards them i'm going to go into a rage and then attack okay go for it 20 to hit, mm-hmm. that hits the guard, and that hits the soldier, so go ahead and roll damage. So that is going to be eight points of damage. Eight points of damage. Uh, he doesn't go down, but he does yeah. fall to a knee. Okay, so then I'm going to swing to the one right behind him. All right, go for it. And, just, oh! and uh, the exact same. And nine points of damage. Uh, nice. Again, uh, he doesn't go unconscious, but you're basically just... Uh, yeah, go ahead and describe. They both fall to a knee after yeah. you. Hit I'm really them. just trying to get past them, and so like I've maimed two of them, just like knocked the one out of the way, knocked the other one out of the way. I like to imagine as you're running by, you're just kind of hooking their leg, and they're like, f- yeah. like flipping and tossing in the air and landing on the deck. Perfect. And so you are able to get to the bottom of the stairs. There's one last enemy there. Okay. I mean, I guess I can't really. I want to try and just get past him. Okay. I, I would like to plow through him. Yeah. I don't know. Give if me a strength be. check. Okay. You're just kind of bull rushing this dude. So then I would get advantage on that. So it's going to be 21. Oh, yeah, definitely hits. Okay. Go ahead. Just plow straight through him. Yeah, he takes five points of damage and rolled a three on his save. So you should just go over. Why not? 
Ooh, well, yeah. So you uh, you plow into him. He literally shoots back 15 feet and goes overboard. Breaks through the railing and just goes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and so now, (laughs) in between the stairs is the door leading what you would assume downward. Okay, that's where I want to go to. All right, perfect. So you throw open that door, and there's a set of stairs. There are soldiers rushing up, though. Okay. Three of them in a row. You still have ten attacks. So. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I'm running out, but I'm, I want to keep going. Like I want to go through them okay. if I can. Yeah. You'll you won't be able to bull rush them anymore, but you're just literally running past them, right? And yeah. so they're gonna take attack of opportunities on you. Fuck. The first one, a natural one. So and he goes flying off the ship. <laughs> Coming upstairs. He's <laughs> <laughs> he just keeps flying straight forward. <laughs> uh, so so he, he he like sees you rushing down, is doesn't recognize you, pulls out his sword, it gets halfway out, and he actually hits himself in the nose. <laughs> You can take your uh, reaction to attack him. Okay, I just want, if there's three coming up at me, I want to charge into that guy, see if I can knock him, knock all three backwards. All right, get, uh, just give a shield bash. Okay. And just do your normal addition to all that strength-wise. Yeah, because um, your shield's dead. Okay, so 21. Yeah, that pushes them back. The rest of them, I rolled a two and a three. All three of them just start tumbling down the <laughs> stairs. And they they end at the, there's like a switch back. So you go okay. down. They're all just on that platform, like three stooges, like like, like cuckoo uh, birds going around okay. their head. And so, so do you, so you get to the switchback and there's 10 other people. I'm going to attack guys. And so at this point, cause you have 40 feet of movement. I believe so. Yeah. Uh, and so Was I think half getting lane? to the 35, sorry, 35. Yeah. Getting to the bottom of the stairs would end your movement. Okay. Fine. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Rory's round is over. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, it was. Tell me us. So uh, you said that there was a line of men at the edge of the boat, all with rifles trained, ready to fire. Yes. How many? There are seven currently on the front line. Okay. And how long of a distance are, like, how are they separated out? What's that? Five feet apart. They're, so, they're all they're not gay. Bex, Got it. Bex to each other. <laughs> Five feet apart. <laughs> yeah. Oh, seven of them. Oh, they're like lining the They're entire. literally okay. lining that hole. Perfect. So I look down at my body and maybe I pull a couple pieces of the shrapnel out of my skin, and I just, I think, and I just throw the shrapnel on the ground, and I look up into the sky, and I uh, start, like, raise my hand, and I start to chant, and from that line, a wall of fire bursts out of the ship, and all of them have to make a deck save. (laughs) Oh, my. And there's gunpowder involved. Oh, my God. Well, maybe we'll get the other ship. (laughs) Those well, kids. also, a lot of your friends are on that ship. Yeah. I'm just letting you know. Okay, good. <laughs> Let's see. What do they need to succeed? Uh, DC 17. Okay, so... A positive f- attitude. <laughs> uh, four of them actually succeed, but the other three fail. Okay, so those that succeed, they take half damage, and those who didn't succeed, I need D8s, actually. How many do you need? Uh, five. All those are single-use die. <laughs> Uh, so 27 points total. So 13. Got it. So 13 for four of them and 27 for the others. 13 points of damage for the half? For half of them, yeah. 
Um, all of them literally just burn to a crisp. You see charred bodies falling from the railings, and some of them have just become skeletal and fall backwards. Okay. Oh. As soon as I see them all die, I immediately end the spell. So it's concentration-based. So I, like, turn it on, and then it's gone. And Wow. And just for reference, like, they were literally about to pull triggers, and so the next line of people were crouched down reloading and they go to stand up and they just look down at their feet and see the burnt corpse. Well, actually, so I didn't realize there was another line. Anyone 10 feet uh, um, by that wall also has to make a save. So okay. wherever the wall is, it's a, a foot thick, but within 10 feet of that wall, everyone has to make a save. The second row of people are all annihilated because they have <laughs> they so take few, the same amount of damage. Yeah. So, they oh have they have so few hit points that it doesn't matter what I roll. The right. half still takes yeah. them out. So some <laughs> of them crap. turn into skeletons. Some of them just perish. You just killed fourteen people. Like, yeah, dead. Yeah. Done. Oh my god. There's my fourth level spell. <laughs> Done. Kaputsky. I mean, it was a good. Well, well, yeah. Well, used, well yeah. spent. Yeah. Well spent, good lad. I go down to a knee. All right, so you're so Telnius is taking a knee yeah. and taking cover behind the railing. Yeah, taking cover, taking a knee, and I am hurt. Ah, yeah. cool. And these two swung across to the mm -hmm. enemy ship. Yep. Correct. Yep. Jacquard nice. has created a rope line, and he and at this point three other of his crew have landed there. I make my way over to that. Did you say there were pistols lying around? Oh yeah. I grab one. Okay. I pick up a pistol. And I tuck it into my sash, and I just start making my way across the rope to the other enemy ship. You have half movement because of your condition, so you would be able to make it to the rope. Okay. I make it to the rope, and I pull out the gun, and I remember seeing Abram shoot a velociraptor. And I'm just <laughs> yeah. like, I yeah. know what to do. Clever girl. With the pistol, the range is 30 feet, but they I think the ship is 40 feet away. So you will take disadvantage. You can still aim for someone on the ship, but go ahead and, and go with for it. With disadvantage? Yeah, Was with there disadvantage. a rifle? There were rifles lining the railings. And so I don't know what I need to hit. Nope. But it's a 20 both times. What? <laughs> What? Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit, dude. That's Holy like, crap. I just imagine you like, you like stumble up the thing and you like, like lop, like limply hold your pistol out and just open your eye, pull the trigger, shoot somebody's eyeball oh out. Oh my God. Yeah. So you open your eyes. Uh, Who are you aiming at? Your emerald eyes now. Who was in my line of vision? Because like, I saw the, the I can see the admiral. So maybe I'm shooting at the admiral like directly. Yeah, you could. Yeah, I, that's what I, I do. I feel like I should say I am right in front of him. Okay. I don't From know what if that side? would be... I'm going to hit him, though. Like in, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're on the side. Yeah, so yeah. roll a D6. I, like, yeah, that's I true. take yeah. the gun it and I really whip matter. it, that's true. and I whip it in front of me side to side, and it curves around. <laughs> <laughs> the next line of riflemen come up, and bullets just go <laughs> through <laughs> all of their heads. Yeah. <laughs> Double 20s, you should get that. Yeah. Um, okay. Is he in line of my fire? No. Okay. Then great. Sorry, I forgot you'd already taken disadvantage. Okay. So you hit the admiral. Roll your d6 twice. Nice. Eight is nice. what I roll. Do I add anything? Do um, I add dex? Nope. No dex. Well, were you shoving okay. your hand forward as you fired? Yeah, that's a good point. I was. I was okay. going. Add strength. <laughs> and I was yeah. shoving it forward like I was doing some kind of hell yeah motion. Yeah, yeah. I, 
All right, so after Ias's turn, more enemies come up to the cannons. Uh, so you hit for eight damage. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was going to come to it when we came back to Colleen's turn. Oh, okay. Trust, yeah, just, yeah. So I fire and the smoke just goes poof, and it right. like goes into your face. Okay, so enemy soldiers on the starboard ship, which is the one 40 feet away closest, the soldiers rush up to the cannons and begin to, as they had been loaded, but not fired yet. So everyone back on the Sea Dog ship, give me dexterity saves. That will be... So three cannons total? You take advantage Mm -hmm. because you're undercover. Yes. I guess that's five. Nat 20. This time it is 20 hit points if you failed, 10 hit points if you succeeded on the save. I'm still up. Wow. (laughs) I am still up. (laughs) So three cannons are firing on the ship. This is like wood exploding. This top deck is looking rough. There's just explosions. Crates go up. Yeah, and this is shrapnel hitting you guys. But neither of you got below 10, correct? Oh, wait. What'd you get total, Uh, Taylor? Oh, I got five. Ooh, you actually are knocked prone by one of the explosions. Shit. There's still the opposite line of long arm riflemen finally get a chance to fire. So they're going to roll. Yeah, we're all dead. Yeah, and they were definitely more than 10 feet back originally. (laughs) (laughs) So Taylor, um, as you're going down, one of these long arm riflemen, so basically snipers, just like, and you get hit in the shoulder and take another 14 points of damage on your way down. Motherfucker. <laughs> Are you unconscious? No. Okay. And well, I mean, I'm going from full health, right? Because we leveled yeah, yeah, yeah. up. Yeah, I'm great. Um, you, <laughs> Telnius, one shot literally, like, as you recover and take cover again, one shot goes through the wood of the railing, like, whizzes right past your face. <laughs> Um, okay, we're now gonna go to, we're gonna go to the Admiral. He had drawn his rapier and he was about to stab you. Then right in the shoulder, he gets hit with the bullet. And so he stumbles a little bit. So he's actually gonna take disadvantage on his roll to strike you. Nice. Uh, still rolled a 12 plus seven, 19 to hit. Yeah, he hits. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's only seven points of damage. Okay. The second enemy ship behind where all the PCs have been focused on this closer ship has been sailing with its bow pointed at the ship. So the one behind us? No, there was, there's one ship way far in the distance that's just watching. And then there's one that was 60 feet away on the port side that hasn't been touched yet. That ship redirected and instead of going parallel aimed straight onto your ship and uses its front bow to literally ram into your ship. Why? <laughs> Sunday drivers. <laughs> You're already prone, so roll me Dex Telnius. I'm on the ground. Do I get advantage since I'm kneeling and low to the ground? I have a low center of gravity? <laughs> no. Fuck! I'll take that no as a yes. <laughs> well, I still rolled an 18, but... Oh, yeah, that's really nice. You're... <laughs> You're not prone, so that's good. Um, (laughs) Unfortunately, so the way that ship 
battles work is that each ship, the hull of the ship, the body of it has a certain AC and hit points to it. And so right now this ship is colliding with the sea dog ship. So it will do damage to it. The enemy ship literally just crashes into the sea dog ship. The front rod goes through the middle deck and comes out the top deck. It was like pushing it and then went through the wall and then through the top deck, locking your ship in place. I, I turn Ooh. to Kowloon and scream, I think you are right. We should steal the other ship. That's it. <laughs> Meaning the ship that Kowloon and I are on right now. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, we, you know we're on the ship that you said to steal, That's right? why I screamed He's it. screaming. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Another line of riflemen fire. From where? From the new ship. The ramming ship? Mm-hmm. Okay. And so a few were on the bow of the ship ready for it to collide. And now that it's locked into place, they fire down onto your crew. They deal 10 points of damage to you, Ayas. So two of the bullets like line your arm, uh, your right arm, which is closest to where they're firing from. Telnius, you got advantage, so I'll roll again on that shot. Another, like literally out, outlining your body on the railing next to like the wall next to you. Yeah, when you step away, there's just a Telnius shaped outline, like connect the dots. You're just like, yeah, don't step away. It sounds like that's a good spot. Yeah, yeah. Coming from the bow is a man with a three pointed hat, a large navy duster coat, and a breastplate of the stag's order the stag's antlers um, like a golden colored against a silver breastplate. He steps up onto the bow and onto the rod that has pierced the sea dog ship. He begins to march across it. It is wide enough for him to walk on it. He wields a shield in the shape of a infinity symbol. And in his right hand, he is swinging a chain that is locked onto his wrist and at the end of this chain is a fan-like axe if that makes sense Hmm. so there is a hilt to hold on to still connected to the chain but the axe fans out like a japanese uh, paper fan oh wow that's cool Mm -hmm. so he yeah but he's coming for you (laughs) (laughs) so he's swinging that as he approaches he's in full armor yeah ballsy thing to do when you're on a ship. Oh, man, Rory would have loved that. If only he wasn't downstairs and he didn't know. (laughs) The sea dogs, in kind of panic, uh, attempt to fire cannons on both the starboard and the port side. All right, they hit both ships. I'm going to need Rory to roll a dexterity save and Kowloon to roll a dexterity save. Uh, 15. 12. Rory, you're going to take 25 hit points. Kowloon, you're going to take 12 as more explosions and shrapnel. So literally, a cannonball goes through the side of the ship into that area. Not slow enough to catch, though, unfortunately. Uh, Into that area where Rory was uh, stopped at. So we're now going to go back up to the top to Kowloon. Okay. I cast Thunder Wave. Nice. Of course. 
And he's going to make a constitution save. Yes, although I cast it as a third level spell, so okay. the DC is raised, correct? I that think is, your spell no, DC just stays the same. The okay. amount of damage you do is raised. So I do that anyway. So he got an 18. Well, 15. So he takes half damage. Okay. Right, <laughs> and so. he's not blown back 10 feet. He, yeah. holds, he holds his stance after attacking you and just, well, I guess he too needed to make... Oh, he was fine after the uh, cannonball explosion. Nat 20 on his deck save. Mm. Right, so he he takes nine damage. That's half because I rolled 18 on my damage. And I would like to... I think I got tricked into thinking that I have a potion of healing. I don't know if I actually do or not. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I had three of them, and I gave each of you one potion of healing. Okay, so I just didn't write it down. How much is that? Uh, 1d8 plus three. Doing that right in front of the Admiral, though, is going to incur an attack of opportunity. So, 21 to hit, so he does. Uh, can I, real quick, before you tell me the outcome, I was going to give myself art, Bardic Inspiration. Can mm-hmm. I add that to my AC? Oh, no, you already told me the outcome. Yeah, he said Dang it. 21. Never oh, mind. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, I'm trying to find any way out of this, because I only, <laughs> I only healed seven points of damage. Well, he does five points back okay. to you. Oh, oh, that's, nice. that's something. Worth it. Yeah. I rolled a one on his attack. So, cool. We're going to go to Rory now. Okay. So I'm at the the bend in the staircase, and I'm just going to keep going down the stairs as far as I can. Okay, so another 10 feet down the next set of stairs gets you to kind of like the hull of the ship. There are hanging cots. There are, it looks like they're just using any spare room for storage. So there are barrels down there, and there are there's like a few crewmen who are kind of like huddled down trying to repair the ship as the cannon fire comes in. Okay, so there's already like a hole down here in the hull of the ship? Yeah, there's a few holes, yes. Okay. Made by the recent cannon fire. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to widen those holes by swinging my hammer into them. Nice, yeah. Actually, you just approaching the crewmen, they literally just run away in fright because they are not soldiers. So go ahead and and give me a strength check. Okay. 21. <laughs> okay. And you do 25 points of damage to the actual structure of the ship. Where you hit, you hit one of like the main rib cage beams, and you kind of hear this splintering happening from below deck. And you, so the holes are, are blown open, but this main beam begins that that main one begins cracking you see water begin to kind of pour slightly from that crack at okay. your feet so water is starting to come in yes so that was my first attack oh right no. <laughs> okay yeah give it to me and so that's going to be 21 again and that's going to be 35 more points of damage to the ship structurally that whole rib like structure beam just explodes from the pressure and you hear immense amounts of cracks and more water starts filling in where you're at but you can hear water pouring into the lowest deck and the crewmen begin screaming and most of them are screaming abandon ship okay abandon ship so at that point i start to run back the way i came okay so do you dash i da- yes i do dash so you double your speed correct yeah do dash so with 70 wow. feet you get to run up both sets of stairs, although at the top of the second set of stairs, there were two uh, two soldiers running toward the stairs to see what was happening. 
I try and bull rush through them. Actually, you're out of bonus actions because you use dash. So you're just going to rush through them and they're going to do attacks of opportunity. Okay. How many ones did they roll? Four. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> All two of them. None this time, finally. And uh -oh. 19 for the first attack, that 17 hits. for the second attack. That ties. Okay, so that hits. Ty goes the runner. <laughs> Good point. I'm running. <laughs> and they're um, the one stabs with a bayonet doing nine points of piercing damage. Okay. The one behind him, who is also rushing up, actually shoots at you. And this was one of the long arm riflemen. So he's like shooting a sniper rifle nearly at point blank range. And that's going to be. 12 points of damage. What um, kind of damage? That's piercing as okay. well with the bullet. So both of those would be halved. So that'd mm -hmm. be four and six, right? Correct. So 10. Beautiful. So Rory, you you still rushed past them though. So are you heading back up to the Admiral's? Yeah, um, uh, my next mission was to get back towards the Admiral. Okay, perfect. So you're able to get up there. Okay. On your way, you see Jacquard with three of the Sea Dog soldiers. The two that had just attacked you, Jacquard spins backwards with both his axe and his cutlass, and both of them strike him, and this guy's just cut down from behind. The other three soldiers, instead of transforming, they're in human form now, they leap out, transforming into wolf form, and literally dogpile the second one who had attacked you. Um, so we're going to go now to Telnius's turn. So you've got a ship sinking 40 feet starboard side. You have a ship literally connected to you and about 20 feet away, this looks like a stag's order knight is making his way across the rod onto your ship. Okay. How many enemies are on the ship with guns pointed at us? Six on the bow. Okay. That and we're firing. How many, how close is he to them? 15 feet. He's within 15 feet. Yes. All right. I'm going to cast Fireball. Do it. Uh, but first, I'm going to run in front of Aias. So I'm going to move oh. to stand in front between Aias and the uh, person. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then cast Fireball. Perfect. Go for it. So DC 16, deck save. All six of the soldiers fail. And what you would assume captain, I'll just actually. The armor guy? He's a knight. So, sir, <laughs> the knight, he also fails. Only uh, eight. Okay. Uh, 25 points of fire damage. The six guys blown backwards, their charred bodies, their charred remains rather, land on the deck below, the top deck below them, because they're up on the bow. And the knight, the fire surrounds him, but he still continues. His duster jacket is singed, but he's still looking... Pretty good. Yeah. And then I still have a bonus action, right? Yeah, go for um, it. I turn to Aeus and say, do you still have that cure wounds potion? I do, do you need it? I, yeah. Great, take it, because I won't be able to heal. And I will say, you can say that on top of helping Aeus up, because it takes half a movement to stand up. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. thank you. Just wanted to remind you that he's prone. I forgot about that, yeah. And I help you up as I'm doing that. Nice. Thank cool. you. Yeah. That's perfect. You got that health potion still? Yeah. You should probably take it. I know. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it's uh, like, if, if you don't need it, that's cool. Uh, great. We're going to go to Aya's turn then. 
I take a potion. I take an action to take my potion, which is a 2d4, right? Yep, plus three. Three. Seven points of damage. Points of health. He takes an attack of opportunity from me. I was just going to (laughs) say, shocking grasp. (laughs) Uh, Around me, is there another pistol lying around? All the pistols and rifles are on that main deck. Uh You would have to climb... 10 feet down the stairs in front of you to get to those. 10 feet away from that is this knight as he's coming up the bow. Okay, I take an action surge. I cast jump. Ooh, nice. And then I leap up to the shrouds Ooh. to climb up the mast. Perfect. Uh, give me acrobatics once you land up there to catch onto the ropes. You're basically climbing cargo netted mm-hmm. ropes up. Uh, 17. Yeah, that's definitely enough. Mm-hmm. And you've got another 15 feet to climb before you reach the crow's nest. And I climb up. I go all the way to the top. And when I get there, I begin pulling out my bow and arrow and nice. knocking an arrow. Perfect. Erwin turns around and faces this knight. He takes out a pistol and a rapier. So he first fires the pistol from a distance. Whoa, nat 20. Nice. 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 And he takes 15 points of damage from the one pistol shot. It literally goes through the breastplate and into his chest. And he goes, you know, takes a step back a little bit. And Erwin says, ah, Sir Rutherford, good to see you again. And the knight responds to Erwin and says, Erwin. Erwin jumps up onto the bow to have this kind of 1v1 battle. He's then going to attack with the rapier. With the rapier. <laughs> he actually hits, and the guy takes another five points of damage. So that's Damn. 20, 20 points. points. Wow. On his turn, Rutherford, though, is going to shield bash him. Why? <laughs> did he explain his reasons? He did not. Yeah, that hits... And he goes down. He actually does not get pushed back. So Rutherford shield bashes Erwin. He does take one step back, but he comes back to his place, ready with his rapier. He's put his pistol away. How many shots do the pistols have? Just one? A single shot. Hmm. Flintlock. Oh. oh, shit. Rutherford makes three attacks. Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, seeing that Erwin has not... Ooh, that's a nat 20 back to him. Has not fallen backwards. He literally just brings up the chain, and he actually disengages 10 feet and swings the axe at him, slices the left arm of Erwin. It was a critical hit, so that's 17 points of damage, and then makes his last attack. He swings at once to the right and left, slashing across Erwin's arm, and then he takes the momentum and slashes back down diagonally, and he hits for sure. Ooh, and that is going to be another 14 points of damage across Erwin's chest, so Erwin's not looking good. Um, The cannons fire once more at the ship that Kowloon and Rory are on, and it takes more damage. Guys, give me dexterity saves as the ship begins to tilt towards the aft. The Wait. bow is going straight, almost vertical. They're on a different ship, right? Mm-hmm. That's the ship that's going down. Our yeah. ship is firing. Yep. Uh, 11. Nine. Um, you guys are knocked prone by this attack. The admiral also rolls and stays on his feet. Oh, cool. <laughs> um, Jacquard and his crew, though. And I am, all, but 
the Admiral and I are on the aft of the ship that is currently about to sink into the water. Yeah. Okay. The water is closest to you. Okay. So, yep, Jacquard and his crew um, are all fine. Heather makes one more attack, and she's going to hit the Admiral. Yep, the Admiral takes another 15 points of damage. Sweet. We're going to come back to the top, Kal'un. And when I said it was... I meant it's going up vertical. I didn't mean like it's instantly that. It's just yeah, like shifting. It's, it's probably to... at like 10 degrees now. Each round, it'll sink more. Is it enough that I could slide? You'd be sliding down toward the water. So, yes. Yeah. Well, because that means I wouldn't have to get it up. So, I just want to, I just want to like, as I oh, fall okay. down, I just want to follow that into a slide to get away from the Admiral. Okay. And is there any, are there any ropes or anything I can grab onto close by? It's the back of the ship, so no. Okay. The, the, uh, the ropes all lead to the bow of the ship. Okay, and the salty dog is how far away? 40 feet. Okay. You can make it. Yeah, yeah. Just I, jump from the water. I don't think I can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You can attempt to swim athletics check. Yeah, I'm not great at that either. Uh, <laughs> okay, so I'm going to... He forgot how to doggy paddle. <laughs> oh, I will say um, 15 feet around the corner, you did see crewmen putting like um like smaller boats what are those called dinghies. dinghies putting dinghies into the water though if yeah if i saw that then i'm gonna go for that i'm gonna slide down to the uh to the rear and then just like hop in the water and try to get to the dinghy all right just give me so. one quick athletics check 17 yeah perfect you swim exceptionally nice. and you reach the crewman's dinghy which crew is this the crew of the enemy ship oh okay cool so i've got some fighting left to do cool <laughs> let's see it was only 15 feet away you can use the rest of your turn to try to climb up in yeah i'll i'll try to do that are there anybody on is there anybody on the there's thingy? only three pe three crewmen and more are climbing down ladder or uh rope ladders to get in so there's there's multiple dinghies there's two dinghies so far I'm trying to find a way i'm trying to figure out a way to get them off of that because well, i want one. to be on one dinghy's on starboard one dinghy's on port side oh okay i assume that i'm on the port side yes the yeah, one facing the sea to, dog ship yes yeah so i instead of getting on i try to reach up and grab some grab one of them that's on there and pull them off nice make a stealth uh attack but with advantage because you're stealthing good 25 yeah definitely yeah. so you pull him underwater do you want to do like a trade places kind of thing sure yeah if, okay. I, if that's possible yeah, give me an I'll acrobatics just, check yeah great 15 15 was exactly what you were looking for. So you pull this guy under with your le with your right hand, your left hand, you just swing yourself up onto the dinghy with two crewmen in front of you. And I, I, are they looking at me? Uh-huh. I said, hello, boys. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go now to Rory's turn, right? Because you don't have any... Yeah, I think that yeah, was no, all, no, your, no. all your actions. Okay, so the Admiral is standing right in front of me. Correct. He's standing. I'm on the ground. You're prone, yes. Okay, so rather than trying to get up, I'm going to try and swing my hammer laying on the ground at his legs to try and sweep his legs out from under it. Perfect. Give me a strength check. Okay, so that would be uh, 22. Yeah, he did not get enough. So he falls prone as well, like his face smacks against the, the wooden boards. He takes five points of damage. Okay, so then I'm going to try and grapple him. Oh, great. Roll one more strength save. Or one more strength. Roll one more strength check. Um, 19. He got six. Okay. So I'm going to try and grapple him in a way, like, I'm going to try and get him in an arm bar. Nice. And 
pull hard and and sh um, yell in his ear, call off the attack. Roll intimidation with advantage. Rip his arm off. Eleven. <laughs> you said it really high pit. Call off the attack. <laughs> call off the attack. He coughs as off the attack. And he with you said the the hammers at his throat, like around his neck kind of thing. No, or, no, I got is him it? in an arm, but like I'm, oh, I'm arm about bar. to like yank his arm out of socket. Oh, okay, I got you. He doesn't know your past, but he is still <laughs> frightened but of you. But he feels you. his arm. And he says, all right, yes, soldiers, lay down your weapons. And you see all of the soldiers still fighting Jacquard and his crew. You see them like dropping their firearms and raising their hands as the ship continues to go uh, bow side up. Uh, okay, all, everyone has done that or just that ship? Just that ship. Okay. All right. Um, so you said that um, that night guy is currently fighting Erwin, correct? Yes, on the bow. On the bow. Now, is the the bow is through our ship? Half correct? of the bow is still con like still visible, connected to their ship, and then there's about ten feet of it through your ship, and okay. then another ten feet that sticks out. Like it's large. It's at least forty five feet long. So then, a portion of that bow is over water, and then but then the majority of it is over our ship. Yes, okay. exactly. And how far am I from the night? You're only 25 feet away. I put my hand out, I lock eyes with him, and I cast command. Okay. He has to make a will save. Nice. DC 14. Wisdom save, 11. Okay, he fails. I say, you said he's in full plate armor? Yeah. I say swim. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> I get one word. And he, you one you said his, his weapon is attached, is like bolted onto his Oh, yeah. Oh, no. yeah. He's in full plate armor. He's over water. I say swim. Gosh, I feel like that's evil, but <laughs> it's too good. So Rutherford does the second swipe on Erwin, and he's got like bloodlust in his eyes, and he goes to attack again. You say swim. And Erwin just kind of gets a smile on his face as he watches Rutherford just say, Why, the water's looking lovely today. <laughs> and he drops his shield, takes off his duster, and dives straight into the water. <laughs> Full plate armor. This is just gone. <laughs> and that takes us out of battle. Yeah. He's yeah. swimming for the rest of his life. The, well, he's, um, he's only swimming for one round. Which is but, the rest of his life. Yeah. <laughs> I also want to, uh, on this dinghy, my, my idea was, if if we hadn't been into battle, my next turn would have been like, hello, boys. You're in luck. I need two men to handle the oars. We're going to go pick up my friend around back. I volunteer. <laughs> yes, me too. And they both grab the oars and swing around to grab Rory. Are you guys taking Admiral with you? I was planning capturing Capturing. Yeah. Okay, great. So... Jacquard and his crew get the there was only like four more uh, wasn't there another ship there's pretty far off oh, but okay. yeah yeah there's two ships still that are remaining this one's sinking to the depths right. quickly Rory you're able to get onto the dinghy with Kaloon Jacquard signals to the rest of the sea dogs on the sea dog ship and they're able to get a plank over and hold it steady while Jacquard takes the rest of the soldiers captive with their crew. And the other ship, Rutherford's ship, they just watched their captain go in for a swim. 
but the first mate expertly guides the ship like turning away the rest of the bow rips through a good 15 feet of that top deck and your the sea dog ship begins to tilt back and forth as the other ship escapes to join up with the ship far behind it unfortunately the bow hits one of your masts we don't have a chance to like try to hop on or take it over or anything you definitely wouldn't because you're on the other side it would have to be like a reaction and that mast takes 20 points of damage and it doesn't fall but it is cracked and kind of limp now which mast is that it's one of the aft masts so it's one of the smaller ones but it's not the main mast so that ship disconnects and they're now sailing full speed to join up with the uh, second ship we now come to rutherford is literally just swimming circles around how how long does that so um, the spell he gets to make a save every round scratch that uh just one round oh it only lasts one round Mm -hmm. so we are still moving forward though right we haven't stopped oh yeah definitely so the dinghy pulls up Rory Kaloon and the two crew uh, that you have taken captive all climb onto the ship. The Admiral's there with Jacquard. You know, he's got his crew tying him up. And then you've got this guy, Rutherford. He's swimming circles and then all of a sudden realizes, uh, help! Yeah. Help me! Yeah. Help somebody! Uh, I look over the edge and um, I hold a life preserver or um, a lifesaver, uh, the food, and I eat it. And then <laughs> I hold out a life preserver and I like wave it over the air and um, I say, uh, looking for something like this? Yes, please. And he's he's struggling to stay afloat. He, yeah. he quickly disconnects his, uh, his axe as it sinks to the bottom of the sea. He's starting to try to get out of his armor while swimming. Okay, I say, I need your word that you surrender. Yes, of course, I don't want to sink. I throw it down. And so he grabs it and he's- oh, Can I make an insight check? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, go for it. To see if you believe him? Yeah, that's 20. Yeah, you believe him. He's Great. scared for his life. A, that you succeeded a spell that convinced him to swim in his plate armor. Yeah. The next is the fact that he's about to drown. Right. Yeah, so he's desperate. Cool. I throw okay, it down. Okay, so you guys pull up the Admiral. It takes about four or five of you yeah. <laughs> to pull him up. He's a big dude. And it's soaking wet metal yeah, armor. <laughs> exactly. So he gets to the top, and he's he's got his arms out. You guys now have a chance to... Role play. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, but not investigate, but interrogate. Interrogate. Oh. interrogate. So on the main deck, you have... Erwin, who's tending to his wounds. You have Jacquard and his crew, a few of his crewmen, his top dogs, first mate Heather. They're all tying up Admiral Marcus and Sir Rutherford as your two now captives. And you guys get an opportunity to interrogate these guys. First off, make sure I take all their weapons from them. They drop their weapons back on the ship and Admiral still had uh, Dirk on him, but Rutherford's only weapon was the shield and the axe, which he dropped both of those. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and cast Zone of Truth. All right, so you kind of get them closer together Mm. and you cast Zone of Truth. They have to make a charisma saving throw? Or wisdom? Charisma. Charisma. Okay. Uh, You guys can see Rutherford is just oozing with charisma, right? uh, (laughs) DC is 15. All right. 
you don't know who succeeded or who failed. Right. Uh, do either of you know any magic? Uh, no, says Rutherford, and the Admiral says, no, uh, no magic. Can do, I make an insight? Do we believe him? Uh, go ahead and make insight. Good first question, <laughs> by the way. That was perfect. <laughs> yeah. No one was saying anything. Uh, 15. 13. 20. Uh, uh, yeah, you're up in the crow's nest, I guess. Um, yeah, we'll meet it you guys definitely believe both of them. Cool. Just want to make sure they didn't have a way of weaseling out of that this. That was really smart, really smart. Why, what are you doing? Why are you after us? Rutherford says, we were following orders, and the Admiral nods. Why are you sending a hundred ships after us? Where are the hundred ships going? The Admiral says, well, we're to attack... Verahim, because we heard there was some uh, turncloaks who were helping the Verakin retake the new lands. That's ridiculous. Who would tell you that? King Aston himself. I land next to him. Yeah, I, I was like, I was like, I was gonna look up and like, hey, Ias. Uh, <laughs> you just superhero landing. Yeah. Right yeah. Next to him. yeah, but then I kind of stumble a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Just a little bit. And I'm holding my shoulder, and I've got like a gaping bullet wound in my oh, shoulder. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and cast Mass Healing Word. On Rutherford. On just me. On just <laughs> you. <laughs> you only get one D4, but we're out of battle, so it's four yeah. plus three, seven. Everyone takes seven points of health. Nice. Aaron kind of scoffs and says, Rutherford, you're, uh, you're bleeding at the chest there. I got a good one on you, huh? And Rutherford looks at him and says, I think you've got some blood on you, too. <laughs> and he looks down. He's got these huge axe wounds. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> now, nobody's in, in uh, like, at death's door, right? No. Okay. You are. <laughs> right. No, not anymore. <laughs> they're, right. just, they're just counting wounds on each other. Okay. Cool. You two seem pretty familiar with one another. Uh, yes. I, as Duke, know most of the knights, whether Stag's Order or the Order of the Flame or the Viper's Orders. And this guy's Stag's Order? Yes. Yeah, one of the three elite. The three elite, what does that mean? Uh, just the three of the top rank, most veteran. Who's on that other ship? Rutherford says, nah, just another crew of, of Trailenders. Can I make an insight? Yeah. Oh, that is a 26. You can see that he is lying. I slap him. <laughs> I say, who's in charge of the other ship? Wait, he didn't answer the last question truthfully. He was lying. Tell us about the other ship. Can I try to cast Zone of Truth as well and, like, double it up? Can you give it a shot? I mean, it won't work, but you can give it a shot. <laughs> you can waste <laughs> a spell slot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I do that. And it's a 15 save as well. All right. I'm going to go ahead and start casting Prayer of Healing. It's a 30-minute cast time, so I'm out for this point. He says... All right, I'll tell you. On that ship is a pirate who betrayed Henry Locke. He's been selling many of the firearms for a while to the King's fleet, the Navy. We needed all the power we could get if we wanted to squash the wilderfolk scum. I got a seven on insight, I guess, <laughs> to see it. Cause Sounds you, like he's telling the truth now. Give us the name. Huh. And I intimidate him. Go ahead and roll. And I and I say, yeah! And, and, uh, and then you have to so start your spell over again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not casting Prayer of Healing. Oh, you're not? Yeah, I decided against it. Oh, okay. 14 on intimidation. Well, 
I don't know if anyone knows his true name, but it's worth Anti-Thesla, one of the renowned pirates. Perfect. Yeah, uh, yeah, you guys don't know who uh, Anti-Thesla is? I do. Okay. Why don't you loosely tell us what you know? Uh, so I played him once in a Cavern and Serpents campaign. So he was a man decades ago who wore a stag skull and preached against Thesla in the streets of Westwick. Well, he was thereby banished from the city by Bishop Cullum and since has become a pirate, essentially continuing to preach uh, against the, the Church of Thesla. And a powerful spellcaster, if I'm to assume correctly. Yes. Aye, a dark priest, they call him. So you're saying he's trying to do what now? He's betrayed Henry Locke, and usually only the pirates have the firearms. But he's been secretly selling to us connections in Westwick and whatnot. Okay, so Anti-Thesla is selling firearms to Trayland. Correct. So now the Navy has a good store of them, as you saw back in the Newlands. So that's not good. Well, we better just get some water arms. Yeah. You think maybe he'd sell to us? I don't think so. You're considered the enemy, working with the Wilderfolk and all. Wait, but does Antithesla really care that much about us, or is he just in it for a buck? Eh, I don't know. I haven't met the man myself. Where is he? He's on that ship. He's on, on that it. fucking ship. Oh, he's on that ship that yeah. just left. I, yeah, they're pretty much out of eyesight now. Looks like your mast is broken. <laughs> one of them. One of them. <laughs> it only takes Max. one. To do what? <laughs> to slow you down. Uh. You dummy. Well, we fought oh. you off the first time. What, are you the numbers you. guy? I am the numbers guy. Oh, wow. And the hammer guy. <laughs> <laughs> we can repair that mast. Right. Yeah. Two of us can mend it, and two of us can pick it up. So <laughs> In that order. <laughs> Okay, so we defeated half you guys, and then the other half went away, but then your whole fleet got ambushed by the water creature. I mean, do you know what happened back there? Well, hopefully, Prince Ethan will take care of him. Aye, he's a great warrior, he is. What makes him such a great warrior? What can he do? Oh, he's blessed by Thesla. And he's working with anti-Thesla? I don't think the prince quite knew the dealings of the king on this occasion. Boy, your eyebrows are going up and down a lot. Aye. They are. He's trying to lie about that. Better be no. Can I make a can I make a perception check? I want. I just like to see the ship that's leaving. Mm -hmm. I guess so. It's behind us and it's it's turning. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Do I? It's in front of you. It's going in the same direction. They're both the ships escaping are going toward Trayland. But yeah, go ahead and roll to see. Okay. Seven. Even just looking in that direction, you notice the the ship that held back for a while was the same ship that was coming out as the quote-unquote welcoming crew for the fleet. It looks like it continued past the fleet and joined up with the two, you know, Rutherford and Marcus, uh, who were chasing you guys down, but mm. did not engage in battle. Okay. So seeing Ias look in that direction, I'm going to look in that direction too to see if I can pick up anything about them. And since I can see it a mile off, ooh, nice! I'm gonna try and see if there's anything I notice about it. Perfect. Ooh, that's an eight. Ooh, um, I mean, you can see Trailender soldiers on the ship closest to you. That's the one that rammed against you. They haven't quite caught up with the other ship, but everything on the furthest ship is 
small blurs of crewmen going back and forth. Okay. All right. So I, I'm going to try to get enough of the crew to, like, put the mast back in its spot and then ask Telnius if he'll help me cast Mending on the... Because we're out of battle and it's a cantrip, mm-hmm. so I figure we could just, like, over and over again if they hold it in place. Perfect. So you guys kind of turn your attention from the... Um, well, before oh, yeah. before go we ahead. end, um, I just say to him, tell us this, the greatest secret that you have <laughs> in regards to the army. You're asking Rutherford or both of them? Uh, both of them. Okay. Rutherford says, well, one time I did get caught peeing off the walls of Westwick and I blamed it on another wee soldier and he got you throw bastard I'm so sorry you're an slit, ad- his, <laughs> slit his throat <laughs> you're an admiral that's the biggest state secret that you have I'm Wait. a knight yeah that was the knight that's Rutherford, oh, that's Rutherford. Yeah. Oh, okay I, yeah never mind and then the admiral speaks up and he says well Rutherford you could have told them about the Cassanian viceroy you know Marquez who's uh, joined up you could have even told them about, uh, you know, the return of Driston. Who? Oh, yeah, Rutherford. You could have told us that. Well, you told me to tell my deepest, darkest secret. <laughs> that's all oh. I got. Who's who's Driston? Oh, well, that's the king's brother. He was missing for quite some time. Is Is he the champion of the Order of Vipers? No. No, that's uh, Sir, Sir Quincy. Quincy. That's actually his son. Oh. Nephew. Sir Quincy is Driston's son. Nephew? Correct. Yes, but after son Quincy, son or nephew, son, it's nephew, it is asked King Aston's nephew and Driston's son, and he smiles. Did they give you information on where Driston was? Oh, I th- I think he's back in Westwick, but that's all. As, no, as where a- was he returning from? No one knows. <laughs> it's a mystery, <laughs> really. <laughs> and Rutherford like stomps on his foot and he says, "Wow, you shut up!" And, wh- and what do you, what is this Driston gonna do? What is, like what? Wh- yeah, what's he gonna do? Rumor has it that he was the connection with Anti Tesla. I take Rutherford and I I like bind him more and close his mouth and just kind of like drag him away a little bit because ah! we're focusing on the admiral. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I say, "Okay, fascinating information. Uh, tell us about this Cassanian prince." Ah, uh, the viceroy. Viceroy, so, uh, yeah, he's, Marquez. Yeah, Marquez. Yeah, he um he came in with Driston actually, and we made a deal with Kasana. That's where all the Kasanian ships came from. If they help us beat back the rebellion of the Wilderfolk, we'll dish out some land to them. Why the hell not, right? <laughs> right. Oh, <laughs> well, they're in for a world of hurt. A world of hurt. Nice. <laughs> you okay, Colin? <laughs> oh, I Gazoo think tight. he's having an aneurysm. <laughs> I'm working on a new song. Don't worry about it. Um, Call in response. <laughs> Call in response. <laughs> the call in Col- response. Colin says something. Oh, man. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. All right. <laughs> okay, so it sounds like we need to strategize. I think we should keep these prisoners separate from one another. Well, so far, all we've got is we've got to head to the Lock Islands. That's where we're going to make a little bit of time for ourselves to recoup from this mess. Will, will we make it? I mean, do you guys... I turn to the captain, uh, to Jacquard. Is the ship in sailing order? Uh, I mean, the ship is not looking really good, but uh, this is not the worst case the sea dogs have been in. <laughs> oh. Nice. We'll be okay. Well, all right, then. We're still in sailing order for the most part. 
All right. Sounds like the current head of the pack is uh, is doing well. That ship is fucked. <laughs> you just you only see the bow like in the in the water and it's it's slowly sinking. Yeah, slowly sinking. There's people like screaming in the water. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, there's crew people. There's one of the dinghies with crewmen just like trying to flag you down, they're but piled they're piled on eight behind. to nine high. Yeah. Just like ah, there's not enough room. Like, I don't know. That's kind of impressive. Maybe we should pick them up. I mean, they're just crew. Maybe they can. Well, they're we, they'd have to be turned to werewolves. <laughs> and the two crewmen that you have already captured, like, uh, <laughs> I was just the cook. I say, I say, wait a minute, and I like, I, I my eyes narrow, and then I like turn to Jacquard and kind of like put my arm around his shoulder and lead him away. And it's like, is it possible to become a werewolf? I thought you had to be born one. <gasps> oh, there's a lot to learn about the werewolves. I'll have some questions for you later on. Sounds good. Until then, let us set sail for the Lock Islands. Aye. Here, here. And the crew Wahoo. cheers, and they begin <laughs> to mend the mast and the rest of the ship. Boom. All right. I cast Fireball. 